Welcome to the Cosmere Reads, a Cosmere podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Will, and Alondra. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 46, 47, and 48 of The Well of Ascension. Enjoy! Welcome, everyone, to episode 29 of the Cosme Reads. How's everyone doing tonight? Good, good. Hello, hello. Doing good. Awesome, awesome. I know you guys are tired, but we'll get a muscle through. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and talk all Long about weekend. the last, yeah, the last three chapters of part, was it, what part was this? Part three? Part, part three. four. That's part four. Yeah. Cool. Because we're going to part five, right? Yeah, we're going to part five. And then we have like that much book left. Oh, so, geez, Ricky. Which is close. still two more parts. Still two more parts, but the short parts. So uh, we actually yeah, yeah, have, yeah. let's see, it's after tonight, one, two, three episodes left until we finish the book. Crazy. So we're, we're almost there. All right. Almost. Almost there. And then we get the dramatic ending to the Well of Ascension. Yeah. <laughs> So quick announcements. Sandra Lanch. Quick announcements. December 2nd coming up fast. We're it keeps on coming faster and faster. 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we will be on Malcure Talks for the uh, uh, holiday water water holiday charity stream. Um, so go check us out there. I'll be sharing links on Discord and on social media once those are published. But um, but yeah, so that's some of the big stuff coming. Um other than that, um, yeah, we're, we're almost in this book, and then we'll start the, the last book of this trilogy. We'll be finished with oh. one one of the trilogies, and then we're uh, for anyone else. We're moving the Hero of Ages, and after that, we're going to jump right into Elantris. So, for anyone who is wondering where we're going next after that, it's Elantris. So we'll talk more about that as we get closer. Of course, um, Elantris was the first book that he ever wrote. Or at least first fantasy book, first cosmic book. So, the wait, still is that between the two sets? So, is it basically we're doing this trilogy, then doing Elantris, and then doing the next? Yeah, set? so Elantris is a standalone book. Um, mm-hmm. He has hinted that he might make into a trilogy eventually, okay. uh, but right now there's only one book. So, right. and that's only been one book for years, obviously, since that was like the first one he wrote. So, yeah, it's okay. three thousand pages, <laughs> so it's kind of like a trilogy. Yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's a decent sized book. Um, yeah, um, and it's it's interesting. It's uh, you know obviously it was early in the Cosmere, and uh, he he hadn't worked out a lot of the other details, but but yeah, it's 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 a it's a good book. I, I it's not my favorite Cosmere book, but it's like you have to read it kind of thing <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to understand the rest of the Cosmere. You have to read it because um, right now you guys only know of. The Mistborn world, which is Gadriel and how the magic system works here. So and you know nothing about what else is going on behind the scenes. So that's the way no. I like. <laughs> yeah. The next world, all the magic is based on ice uh, uh, icings on cakes. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Close. That's not yeah. this world, but there is a world that's like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you eat French vanilla icing, you get extra eye powers. Yeah. <laughs> 
Flash food coma. There you go. The itis. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So I know Will and Alanda both had busy weekends, Will with work and Will with uh, going to football games. Uh, but we did do a live reaction for patrons uh, for the first two chapters we're covering tonight, last Thursday. So if you guys want to go check that out, it's still available for patrons. Um, yeah, just go sign up and you can get the link and go watch it. Um, we didn't talk too much about it during the reaction, a little bit at the very end and a little bit during the middle. Um, but that's we saved a lot of that for tonight. So for you guys. Mm-hmm. So... We're going to, without further ado, unless you guys have anything else you guys want to add, jump right in. Anything else for the good of the cause? Anything you guys want to add? Anything? I like the Inter Milan jersey, Alondo. Thank is you, Milan? sir. No. This is actually not Inter. Oh, 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 that's our mortal enemy, no, no, no. sir. This is AC Milan. AC Milan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, I got I got thrown under the bus this past, uh, when I came to Baltimore, actually. Uh, my friend threw me under the bus and they told everybody that actually I own an Inter jersey, which is like, you don't do that. It's like, it's like, yeah. a, a, it's like a Cowboys fan having a, a, a Redskins jersey or something. It's, it's yeah. that bad. So, uh, yeah. yeah so I, funny. I had to promptly let it go. Yeah. It was a cool looking jersey. I, you know, <laughs> so, they do have cool jerseys. I always use them when yeah. I play FIFA. I don't know why, but I don't really like uh, fan. Yeah. yeah. They nice. had, uh, John Luigi Buffon is their uh, goalie in that FIFA when I played that. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, back in the day, uh, dating yourself. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. <laughs> Anybody drinking anything tonight? I'm just having my Nick Offerman uh, limited edition Lagavulin that my friend nice. got me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I need to find some uh, of that. A little vodka fresca out of my uh, Preakness horse race cup. Oh hey, there you go. there. I'm doing a little vodka oh. ginger ale because I don't have ginger beer. So it's a Moscow Mule Light. Yeah. Nice. I'm doing mine out of a, a Carolyn's uh, Irish cream glass, which I it's like sacrilege. I'm drinking scotch out of a Irish glass. Yeah. Irish, Irish glass. That's, that's mm. terrible. Okay, man. <laughs> it holds it. You're good. That's as right. That's right. <laughs> I'm exactly. like it is. It is a vessel. It does work. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, let's get right, jump right into uh, chapter 46 of Love Ascension. So we start in Breeze's point of view, my my dear man, Breeze, mm-hmm. as he's uh, old-fashioned over here. Nice, Todd. Always a good old-fashioned I can never turn down. Oh, um, no, no. Nothing Schlegs, old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. Schlegs is a bit of a mixologist. Good to okay. see it. There you go. What did you so, say the name of the Negroni was? He did a Negroni that was uh, with Prosecco earlier. Mm. Oh, fancy. really? Prosecco. Okay. Fancy. Interesting. Fancy. I want to hear the recipe for that. All right. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, Breeze is making his way down the corridor or hallway, whatever. I'll just wait to say his room. Um, our mm-hmm. tour room that Sazed's in. He's been called to meet with Sazed under secrecy. Um, and, you know, uh, starts out the first of him just going through – more just like inner thoughts about why what's what's going on what's this meeting about why sees it says it's being all secretive like uh, he's just more confused and can i trust says it of course i can trust says it he's having like his inner thoughts or whatever as he's making his way down there and then um gets to the obvious room because there's guards outside and walks in and it's all dimly lit and the first thing he says is like dude if you wanted to be secret like don't make it look obvious <laughs> like 
<laughs> yeah, he's like, get rid of the guards. Get rid of the like, guards. Turn yeah. the lights on. Make it look like we're not doing anything. Like, if it looks like we're right. doing something, then it's suspicious. Like, and that's like one hundred and one clandestine. Like, just blend in. Like, yeah, don't, don't, yeah. Don't, don't, yeah. You're kind don't of telegraphing your move there. You know. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It, it, you see, what says it over here. Be. The Sapristines love them. <laughs> love them. <laughs> She's the worst. She's really the worst. <laughs> Mona Lisa Sapristi. My wife loves her so much. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, it's you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so um you know they get into the room and start talking and you know says it starts kind of get into a little bit while they're meeting like they said like well you know who'd you invite and before he can even answer clubs comes in he's like get rid of the guards what are you doing <laughs> like, like the my boy clubs again. yeah and, and then uncle ham, grumpy yeah ham shows up doc shows up pretty mm. much a lot of the crew is like so it's the crew except for and it says like, yeah, except for the more newer members. And it's like, so everyone but Ellen and Vin, right? He's like, I didn't invite mm-hmm. Spook either. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, like, right, right, right. Says, what's going on? Like, why are you inviting us? And, and they get down to kind of brass tacks and talk about, you know, what's, you know, what's the deal? And and says basically like, yeah, this that we've come to an impasse at this point with Set leaving, in the Colas army outside. And Strauss army outside. It's it's now a matter of time. We're we're not going to survive. Mm-hmm. Um. So Sazen has a plan. Like, but that doesn't mean the rebellion cannot can die with this. Like, we need to just get some of our members out, and you know they can stir things up and, and be resistance. And it might take hundreds of years to do this, but you know we can still be the spark that starts the rebellion. Not every rebellion happens overnight and just keeps on going. Sometimes it takes generations you know, for it to all work out at the end. And so it's kind of come to this philosophical conclusion that, Hey, this is, this is the best course of action. Right. And the crew starts to really argue about everything at this point. Um, just, I mean, none of them really, I don't know if want to die. They don't want this as a, you know, it's, it's a hard conversation to have at the same yeah. time. Like, you know, I think they understand towards the end, like this is what needs to happen. So. Yeah. I like the fact though that, uh, so he's talking about, you know, it's pretty obvious that someone's got to be available to leave. <laughs> and mm-hmm. your boy Breeze is like, oh, yeah, you, I'll volunteer. <laughs> it's I'll so, just, just be like, deuces. And, you know, I was like, how noble, how noble, Breeze. Oh. <laughs> I, now I know he's joking, but still, it was kind of funny, though. I never read it. I was like, yeah, it sounds like something Breeze would say. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and um, yeah, and he's like, no, not you, Breeze. You're, you're staying. Yeah. <laughs> and, and of course, Ham's yeah. like, Ham's like, Ham and Doc's like, we'll stay. And they start yeah. arguing too about like everything and, and about, you know, Kel set them up for all this and what, you know, we're just going to let this all fold now. And yeah. Uh, and and Sage's proposal is, you know, four people will leave uh, Vin, Ellen, Tendwell, and Spook. And they'll send them away out to the countryside. It's just trying to convince them all now and try to figure out a way to do that. And that's kind of why they're meeting. Mm-hmm. And, and then from there, you know, the city will fall. They, they, they're under no rose colored glasses. They'll, they'll probably all be executed if not died during the attack. Like, right. But, I mean, that's, but that's a given almost. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's not going to let them live. Uh, and the Colossus doesn't care. 
So, all right. Um, so that's kind of where where we leave leave all that. I don't know if you have any um, things you wrote down or any notes you had about this actual conversation or the arguments they had between each other and Bree sued everyone and yeah. I only know that I wrote was uh, that says it is bad in arranging clandestine activities. Yeah, <laughs> find yeah. find a new line of work, my guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not not his not his specialty at all. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anything all this before we switch to then? Okay. Yeah. So I know it's a lot of pages we just breezed over really fast, but really it's just a bunch of arguments, and that's the conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we switched to Vin. Uh, Vin is at Critic Shawl, uh, the old, um, I guess, palace of the Lord Ruler. Of uh, the Lord and, Ruler, yeah. Yeah, and it's abandoned. No one wants to even, you know, take a digs there because, well, of what it reminds everyone of. And mm-hmm. it's just, you know, yeah. Um, so, but she's there just trying to still put pieces together. Like she starts, she's also one thing we've I've noticed as well. I think this might be the first chapter, or at least the first one they're really talking about it. She's also hearing, cause she has her bronze on. She's hearing the mist spirits pulses, but she's now hearing another set of pulses getting louder and louder every day. And, yeah. and she's convinced it's the well of Ascension. Right. And I had a big question mark there for you guys. Is, do you think that's what it is or? I don't know. I feel like this is the second time she said it, but I mm-hmm. couldn't confirm it. Um, this whole idea of well, you know, the the pulsing coming from that, and I was like, why would she know? Considering that she doesn't really well until recently, she didn't know where it was. Kind right. of. Um, does and she, then does um, she still? Does she know now? <laughs> well, yeah, she. Well, she thinks she does. <laughs> she I mean, she, she, really makes a, she makes a very. Important point. I can't remember if it's like right now or later in the chapter. She makes a very important point of noting that that Luthadel is in the south and that the mm-hmm. Well of Ascension is in north. And she, right. she's like, why did the Lord Ruler set up Luthadel in the south, so far away from the Well of Ascension? I feel like there's a lot of importance there. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's important. I just right. notes I wrote down because I feel like it's going to come back. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And she feels like she has to go north. That's her next move. She feels like right. it, she's being drawn to these these, these drawn to it. and and, and yeah. she needs to go there. Uh mm-hmm. she feels like that's part of the the bigger plot than Luthadel. Um right. you know, and, and she's going to Critique Shaw to look for more clues and, and just try to, you know, although it's been kind of ransacked and 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 people have gone through it looking for the ATM, you know, she still goes back to that room with the, the the room within a room kind of thing, the little house mm-hmm. inside the room or whatever. It goes inside and the you know the floor's been torn up like for the ATM, but they still has all the hangings and everything on the wall walls. Right. Um but it's not much there. And you know, she kind of resides the fact that yeah I, I, I don't not sure why. So she eventually just leaves. Yeah. But mm-hmm. heads back home. And then we switch to Zane. So anything from Ven before we switch to the Oh, one thing I will note: yeah. she will, she did notice that there were footprints in the dust as well. The creature, so right. been there. Yeah, right. Um, so Zane hears the tent peg and wakes up because that's his super secret sense uh, alarm that someone's approaching, and immediately takes a bunch of coins, throws them down, and just sprays coins. They just sprays them through the tent, through the tent, like just yeah, to- just in every direction, <laughs> just. And here's a satisfying noise of like just coins. 
Yeah. She's like, he's always hitting somebody. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. It takes out all the assassins. Uh huh. Yeah. What can you do? Yep. Um, uh, did you notice he paid the guy on the way out too? The he had the he had the, the workers for the tent peg. So when he was walking out back towards um, uh, Straff to go confront Straff, he mm -hmm. one of the workers who was hitting the tent peg. He th tossed him some coin. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he paid the, the workers off that if anybody approaches his tent to start hitting the tent peg like that. Uh, right, that's right. I forgot about that. He did yeah, pay so, to do that. Because I was wondering, because it, it starts off talking about the tent peg being hit, mm -hmm. and then you don't put two and two together until he like flips yeah. in the coin. I forgot about the coin. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, thanks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, smart, mm -hmm. obviously. Yeah. Have people looking out for him. Mm -hmm. Will, any thoughts from all this? Not really. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I was gonna say with the Vin's pulses, it just seems like mm -hmm. the, they they tend to like intensify. Um, as I mean, we can tell like we're getting to a climax point, so it seems like the pulses intensify when she's like I don't know, getting closer to a pretty significant discovery. So okay, I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Question marks. I don't know why the why the pulses are getting louder, sure. but mm -hmm. I think it's like it's like something's about to go down, kind of thing. It's about to go down. Um, yep, yep. Jay Z. Yeah. Our, 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 what's his name? Um, uh, what's the comedian's name? Um, Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, there you uh, go, Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's about to go down. Um, I got a, I got a gift for that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so Zane goes to confront his dad. Um, and of course, his dad's kind of there. She's, he's a 10 eye, so he's he's ready. Plus, he sent this right. license, so he, yeah, you know, Zane's gonna come right away. And, um, you know, and, and he actually, for the first time ever, I guess, senses a little bit of fear in Straff's eyes, but Straff's still, he's not showing it, so you can just sense it. That's a little, yeah. it's a little off. You know, and um, he attempts to bribe Zane with ATM, and Zane's like, "I don't care about ATM." <laughs> like, yeah, like, but Straff, the last time that Zane kind of tried to kill him, he was he got pretty close. Straff mm -hmm. said, "I'm gonna have to take him out." But this is the most half-hearted, weak attempt. I was like, "Come on now!" In his yeah. sleep, I mean, really? Yeah, the whole thing just seemed kind of like. I'm going to try, but I'm not going to put in my best effort. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you send, if you really want to take him out, send like, I mean, like hundreds of dudes at him, right? Yeah. It just seemed kind of half, again, it was like a half-assed attempt. So, yeah. 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 Um, but, you know, Zane kind of counters and tells Straff that he to withdraw from Luthadel, let the call us attack, which I think was, I was, that's what everyone and the crew thought Straff's plan was anyway. Mm. Yeah. But, but he's of course, Straff's still worried about then he's like, but you know, she still has that misborn. And he's like, no, nah, I'll take care of that. Me and Vin are leaving tonight. We're, we're going to, we're running right. off. You won't have a misborn. The call us attacks and you can be the savior that comes in, saves the day and swoops in after the yeah. call and takes him out and save the city. And you know, you win and I leave. Everyone's happy. Yeah, yeah, he's cocky about it. He's like, mm -hmm. I got this. I got this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, of course, Straff's just kind of shocked that why aren't you killing me? Like, 
I just try to kill you. Like, why? Why don't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> and he has that that cheesy moment. It's because you're you're my father. <laughs> right. <sighs> Wait. Do the emo. The emo flip too. Why says it? Uh. Oh, the emo hair flip. <laughs> Gotta do it. Gotta do it like a South Park character. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Zane then leaves, uh, goes and fetches his Mistborn cloak that he never wears because it rubs against his spike. Yeah, the spike. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the spike. Uh, the spike is the source of this crazy voice. Mm-hmm. But as we're going to learn in a little bit, we've come to find out he's not actually crazy. Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. So, so back yeah. to what is the crazy voice then? So we don't know. I mean, <laughs> speculation, anything? Uh, you got any, any thoughts? Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not even speculating <laughs> on this one. I'm just like, hey, he's got a spike through his chest. Mm-hmm. It go, you know, messes with his misquote. And there's a, I mean, 99% chance. I mean, consider when your crazy voice says, you know, you're not actually crazy. It's like, oh, okay, well, I guess you're not. Yeah. So, so then it's like, well, then what's this other voice coming from? So, uh, I'll assume that he's channeled the uh, the inner voice of a uh, a dead movie actor. Okay, you know, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, a young David Carradine has actually entered his body through the spike. <laughs> I don't okay. know. I've got nothing. I've got nothing. I just, yeah, <laughs> I like it. Well, well, do your thoughts? I wonder if he was some sort of like test dummy, like you know how they make uh, inquisitors with spikes through the eyes, like if. Mm-hmm. You know, Straff let them, I don't know, experiment with him and put a spike through his chest like when he was younger or something. And okay. you know, his crazy voice is some sort of amalgamation of PTSD mixed with, you know, you got a spike going through your spinal column, which connects to your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, Quizzers spikes right through their brain. They have. Right. Yeah, but if that's the case, they should all be crazy. I mean, you should be having like voices for each spike, right? Right. I mean, it is possible. It's not it's not like we really know the inner workings of an inquisitor's mind right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've seen spikes before. We saw that when we saw where Marsh was supposedly killed and they found out kind of how inquisitors are made. We also saw it in the little short story uh that we read in between these two books where mm-hmm. Kel went down to the that off um, you know, out of the city nobles place and they're experimenting um with with ska. And there's spikes there as well. Mm. Uh, there are spikes in the canticle that Sazed and Marsh went to. They're old ones. Yeah, but there's spikes are showing up a lot. Uh, mm. So it's interesting. There might be something to that. But yeah, so Zane spiked. We know that much. Mm-hmm. And that's how we end this chapter. Right. Any other thoughts before I'll I check my notes? Uh, oh yeah, I was curious. I mean, of course, I already know what's going to happen in the next chapter. But I wrote a note. I was like, "What happens when Strath finds out what's going to happen with Zane?" I was like, "What's going to be his reaction to that?" Mm-hmm. Um, when Strath finds out that what? Well, again, I'm kind of jumping ahead, but okay, you know, because what's going to happen to Zane next chapter? Sure. Yeah. How is Strath gonna react? Right. I mean, I'm just wondering about sure. that. It's like, what's this? I mean, because that's gotta like the same way that everything for our our crew 
uh, hinges on Vin Strath's um, hinges on Zane strategy basically hinges on Zane, you know, in some way, shape, or form. So yeah, yeah, I'm wondering what's going to happen with him. So we'll see how powerful he really is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, so yeah, so moving on to chapter 47. Um, mm-hmm. It starts with Vin. She's listening to the dis- distant thumps and she realizes that she thinks it's the well ascension being restored to power. That's why she thinks it's getting louder. Um, you know, and you know, she talks about Terrace a little bit and, and, and asks Osir about Terrasmen. Um, you know, and, and Osir basically goes, says, yeah, they're difficult to intimidate to, to, to actually, you know, to, to, to act like, and he's like, wait, you, you've acted like Terrace before. He's like, yeah, why not? And he's like, well, they have no power. He goes, yeah, perfect person for us to act like. Like, we're always around people that are important. The terrorist men are. Uh, and it makes sense for Conjure to want to, you know, throw, someone to order to be a terrorist man. I mean, they're not suspected because they, right. they're stewards. Uh, but they apparently it tastes stringy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. Um, and she also notices that the mist have been behaving oddly. Staying indoor, indoors a little longer before vanishing than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, as all this is going on, our, our good boy Billy Zane appears to to lead Vin away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get this initial, yeah, get this initial conversation about ah, it's time to go, and and she's like, yeah, I I, I want to go north to Terrace. She's like, I don't care where we go, we just need to get out of the city. So come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's torn because obviously Ellen on one hand, Zane, the other one, I think she has a quote and I, I don't have it in front of me right now, but it's someone along the lines of, you know, Ellen's everything I want to be and Zane's everything I need to be or something like that. Like I need to be like harder. I need to be a misborn. And, mm-hmm. and Ellen has all these ideals that she can never live up to. And, you know, he's just a good person. She doesn't view herself that way. Right. Just because she keeps on going back to all the people she's killed, and that's why she wants to, you know, if I stay, I'm just going to kill more people, and I don't want to kill anymore. Um, that's kind of her, mm. yeah, her big motivation, yeah. So, and then as they're leaving, Vin or Zane takes Vin's hand, and Vin goes to reach for his vials, and Zane whips around all suspiciously. And, and you know, at first she thinks, Oh, good instincts, that's good, and then she thinks, Yeah, that's what's wrong, like. He doesn't trust me at all. Ellen would never react that way. Like that's, right. I, don't, I don't want this. I don't mm-hmm. want someone that's going to be jumping every at shadows every five seconds. And you know, that's not the life I want. I want security and to feel safe and trust and, and love and not always be on edge. So mm-hmm. she tells him no, which uh, like an abusive boyfriend doesn't take it. <laughs> and he has a natural reaction of turning around, trying to kill her. I mean, of course, that's what you do. You know, every time you're, every time, you know, you're trying to, you know, holler at a lady and she rebuffs your advances. I mean, that's what you do. You turn around and you instantly just, you know, pull the knifeys and get ready to like, you know, slash and dash. And nope, 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 nope. Don't do this, man. Don't do this. All right. Yeah. Bad. Bad. No. Bad. No. <laughs> Standing I mean, it's. It's super cringy, but like it does happen in real life. It's oh, of course it does, which is like what's so sad about reality, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is, yeah. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
goes immediately into attack mode and Vin is completely yeah. outmatched because well he is atm and every time she pulls out her daggers tries to slash them he's dodging everything it's it, there's right. it, it's it's yeah not even a fair contest like there's yeah. no way she and he's even playing around with it like i mean he's that's the problem see villains be toying with their with their their uh adversaries and it always it always it, look you either toy with your adversary too much you put them in a crazy stupid killing situation like a james bond villain or you monologue too damn much it's one of the three things right just in this situation he's toying with her too much and i'm like if you have the opportunity to take somebody out, you just take them out. Just, <laughs> just, just, yeah. you know, just done. That's how you do it. No, he's like, I'm going to play around with this. I'm going to toy with my prey. And I'm like, okay, yeah. whatever guy. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And Vin gives the command run away to Osir, which is the, the code that they came up with to give her the ATM. <laughs> You know, kind mm -hmm. of distract the person that, hey, I told my conjure to run away. And then that's the code to open the shoulder up. But he goes to get, she goes to get close to him and Zane cuts her off. And at one point gets thrown against the wall right next to Osir and then turns to Osir is like, dude, I gave you the command. He's like, she's like, you cannot pick that doll. No, no, no. You cannot pick that doll. No, he's not pick that doll. Pet that Sorry. pet that dog and and zane goes yeah. no <laughs> you can't yeah, yeah you cannot no. pet that dog cannot pet that dog nope nope because nope. it's not your dog it's, it's not your my dog, dog. Mm -hmm. yeah my dog uh-huh this is the big who done it who's the contra dum 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 dum, dum. it was <laughs> the contra <laughs> yeah so I'm gonna two things you guys know, and I have said this for like chapters on chapters. I have had no care who the conjure was. I didn't. I really wasn't bought into it because I was like, "What's the impact they're gonna have?" Now it is good that this is actually. It was a good twist. It was like somebody who was actually close to her. Mm -hmm. Great, no yeah. problems there. What I felt was unfair though is that it's kind of like. You know, an Agatha Christie novel. I love Agatha Christie. I've read like mm -hmm. so many, well, any, specifically Hercule Poirot. But usually in her books, when she has a mystery, there's like evidence where you could try to piece it together yourself. You may not notice the details, but the details are there. In this instance, I feel like some of the details were purposefully like missed or, or left out. So that way you couldn't have the information you needed to either prove or disprove it's just possible you yeah. never saw him actually ingest the bones but the thing is though we don't see conjures ingest bones we didn't see you know them ingest uh uh, uh Kelsier. we mm -hmm. didn't see you know the ingestion of this dog we nothing and so that's the reason why I keep, i'm like okay this is kind of cheap storytelling <laughs> where it's like hey it was there in your face the whole time. It's like, no, it wasn't because you withheld information for there us were, to be able to try to derive that on our own. There's tons of clues, though. There are tons, tons of clues. <laughs> no, 
Because the thing is, though, there's this implicit knowledge. It's, it's supposed to be tacit knowledge about like this whole idea of ingesting bones. But yet mm -hmm. and still, we've never seen it happen. Oh, sure. So what happens is it's like there's this go behind the curtain thing that happens where it's like he goes behind the curtain and ingests bones. Now, we don't see it happen, but the author has already set it up now over two books to say, oh, well, they go in the back room and they have, you know, a bone feast. And then they come back and ta-da, I'm a different person. And now it's like, you didn't actually see me, just the dog. And I'm like, okay, that's BS now. Because <laughs> you can't say this one time. It's like, well, you should have known you didn't. I did actually just the most. It's like, well, you have to show us eating cows here. <laughs> Well, there's some hints, not necessarily in the in the in the ingestion, but there's hints like as far as conversations that Vin had with. I mean, he's a nicer guy. I will I will give credit to the fact that it's like it's a nicer Condra <laughs> than Orsier was, right? I don't uh, think it's fair that Condra can eat other kind other <laughs> See, there's another. Thank you, Tara. Come on, come on, Tara, get on board with me. Thank you so much. You only alone though, train. See. It's they can't kill a person, stuff. but they can kill uh, other Contra. Nah, nah, nah. Not the contract. You, see, don't the, give the, us the abridged version. The, the when you got like the unabridged it? back here right now. The terror like the twist, Will? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, we were on a walk, like, I don't know, a few weeks ago, and I was like, I think the Contra is going to be the Contra. So nobody else heard it, but... She yeah. was like, "Oh my God, you're right." Uh, <laughs> all right, I was probably well, if, I was probably half drunk when I said it too. So, well, if, if Will got there, uh, then I guess I could have picked up on the context clues. But me, I was mad yeah, because yeah. I was like, I feel like it was a cheap. I feel like it was a cheap stunt. <laughs> I stand by it. Stand right. by it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't guess that off of any type of clues. That just kind of came out of the, my, my, the ether yeah. that is my brain. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's luck. It's all luck. It's all luck. Yeah. Uh, anyway, when I first read it, I thought it was a great twist. Um, yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Tara said she thought it was still Ellen. Um, yeah, I had a half a half a second where I thought it was Ellen, yeah. and then I was like, it's not being set up properly for it to be Ellen. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, eh, it can't be the biggest clue that comes earlier. There's a conversation that, that Vin has about a meeting that she had when Osir is present with Kelsier and she says, something. you know, Sear says, I don't know. And he's like, but you were there. And he goes, I just don't remember. And she's like, but that doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I know what you, I know what you can really say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know where you're going with this. That's one clue, though. One clue he didn't have a memory. I mean, heck, I don't remember a conversation you and I had two weeks ago. Sure. But if I start jogging your memory, you're probably going to remember it, right? And that's what Vin was doing. And he was like, uh, change the subject real fast. Mm -hmm. uh. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, well, look, we had dinner at Steak and Tonic a few weeks ago. Guys, uh, ago. Do, do you guys remember those conversations? Yeah. You remember them intimately? If you if, like you, if, you, if you if you jog my memory, I might. Okay, okay, fine. fine. <laughs> if, you, if you say like, look, I remember we were talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember we were talking about. Yeah. Look, okay, but look, I'll take the L. I'll take the L on this one. No problems. I will accept the L. 
Um, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I wish I wish I had deduced it on my own. I'll be honest with you. I really wish I had. Yeah. I I probably again. I was kind of not really like into it as much though. I, yeah. So I wasn't like really giving it like all my investigative skills, you know, or whatever. But yeah, yeah I was like, there's also it was revealed. Ghost. I was like, okay. There's a bunch of little stuff like he growls every time uh, Zane would show up. Like, you, if you go back and notice, he growls every time. No one else, just Zane. Um, and then yeah, but Zane is also from the enemy camp. Come yeah, on, and, and always tries to like. Talk nope, her that doesn't out. count. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nope, Alan, that one you're not getting me on. Uh, on a reread, you'll 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 pick it up. It's like it's. A but I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> he should be growling as a. I would be more concerned about him or wary of him if he was not growling at Zane. <laughs> Zane is a misborn from the other camp. Come on, sure. should be growling. He should be like, ah, why here? Ah. <laughs> uh, anyways, so all right, they get back into more fighting. Uh, get some some cool anime scenes of like the gra- the, the, the ceiling <laughs> anime scenes. I love it. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Like it the ceiling become, coming down, you know, kind of thing, you know, like uh, the room mm-hmm. spinning, flipping kind of thing. Uh, you yep. can do it really well uh, with, with uh, anime and also with, with, with special effects. It's a, it's a, it's been done in tons of movies, you know, where the room spins and down. Oh yeah. With Christopher and, Nolan. Yeah. Inception style, you know, Inception style. Yeah, exactly. Man, yeah. Um, but yeah. So get all that we learn osir's real name is tensoon uh we first met tensoon actually in book one uh that was the conjurer that was meeting with straff and is named in book one um tensoon um but but the whole time the dog are not the contra it's not really a dog the contra is uh very very like shameful he's oh yeah he's yeah lots of emotions going through that contra right now um I mean, he has to honor his contract. He doesn't want to. There, there's nothing about this contract he wants to honor. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, it goes through a bunch of times. And then um, yeah, Van gets stabbed a few times, gets cut across her chin, gets stabbed in the breast um, as Zane's trying to make out with her. Another creepy move. <laughs> Just, yeah. I mean, Gross. he is a guy um, trying to kill the woman he loves, so it's all creepy. Yeah, it's all creepy. Yeah. But as that's happening, he's on top, has her pinned, has a knife in her. You know, uh, that's when the Chandra, when Tensoon interrupts and is like, be careful. She knows the secret. And Zane's like, what? Like, who cares? Shut up. Like, like why are you yeah, talking about Sco- This was a Scooby-Doo move all day long. <laughs> I, I, I'm listening to this and I was like, this sounds just like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Rut roll right. He knows the secret. I'm like, yeah. come on now. But it, it jogs Vin to the point where Vin goes like, okay, yeah. well, I know I can do pain if I soothe you like with a whole lot of soothing because I've done it before. Like, what if I push harder? Um, also, I, I skipped over this before we got that. We also learned that Tensoon had also told Zane about Duralum because they did the little coin push thing and Vin right, goes flying right. back and um, but he she uses Duralium to um, soothe. Uh, uh, tends soon, and she feels something snap, and like it's almost like they become one but two at the same time, and she has complete control over him and actually attacks the Zane using the Contra. Um, like controls completely controls the Contra's body at that point. Mm. Uh, and then and now she's basically get, warging, she's warging like a song of ice and fire, fire, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> and, and she's able to get over, put a knife inside uh, uh, Tencent's shoulder, pull the ATM beat out, you know, eats the ATM. And it's like, all right, now we're even. And then immediately. Now she's waiting for that spinach moment from Popeye. <laughs> 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 And, and then it means you, you can hear deflate at the end. <laughs> 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 and in, in Alondo's favorite yeah. moment, uh, the it was just a it was a lead coated ATM bead. Uh, our, oh uh, Lord our have mercy! <laughs> Go ahead and rant. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> you gotta get a. Hey, look, if you want to hear that rant, <laughs> you gotta be one of the patrons, baby. I ain't gonna say <laughs> nothing about it right now. <laughs> Alondo is not happy with this. <laughs> Oh plot, no, I'm not saying device. anything. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not say. saying anything. <laughs> I'm just saying. You got nope, nope, nah, uh, nah. Leave it for the patrons, baby. <laughs> okay, yeah, patrons go. only. <laughs> well, the ATM wears out almost immediately, um, and Zane's like, "Yeah, do you think I would have gave you a full beat? You know, the one thing that could defeat me, like, I gave you a a ball of lead plated with ATM, so it, you know, ran out in ten seconds." Um, at this point, Vin's completely in despair, but it, then it clicks on her that there's a weakness in A-Team itself because it allows you to see into the future. So if you can react to their reaction, you know what they know, that we know, that they know. So I know, Princess Bride, that this is the cup I should drink. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> And uh, yeah, she does it. So comes uh, Zane comes in for a final attack, and she you know loosens up and lets instincts take over, and then watch just watches Zane react to her not even thinking, moving the knife, and sees him move one way, and then redirects mid swing, and puts the knife right into Zane's throat. Yeah, as Zane puts a knife into her shoulder, <laughs> it still hurts. By the way, that's that just. That all seems painful to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, shoot. yeah, clavicle. Yeah, shoot. I mean, because that's hitting the clavicle right here. Yeah. And that's, dude, that's rough. Yeah. Shoot. It won't kill you. It's not a killing blow, but it hurts. Oh, no. I mean, I mean, unless it's close enough up here, it starts hitting. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, the jugular yeah. kind of comes down oh, and sure. kind of comes over a little bit. But yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, but uh, it made sense, though. I mean, and I kind of knew that might happen eventually just knowing how atm works i was like it i mean it's not like atm really lets you see the future atm lets you see the most reasonable possibilities based on the current situation right it's not like it lets you like see like oh you're gonna grow up and have four kids and live in a little gingerbread house in the woods no it's like this is the most logical things that can happen so what it's giving you is the possibilities and then you're working off of those possibilities. And so I always mm -hmm. felt like there was kind of a fallacy of ATM. Is it's like the thinking is that, oh, yeah, you can see the future. No, you're just seeing probability. Mm -hmm. Yep. But yet and still, you got to think about the fact it, with all probability, there are margins of error. Right. And all she had to do was work within the margin <laughs> of error. Boom. Got him. Got him. There you go. Yeah. 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 And then we switched to Zane's point of view as he's dying. You know, he tries to talk to Vin, but, you know, obviously it's not working. And you just think about, you know, how Vin somehow tricked him using, without ATM, you know, there's two shadows that appeared mm -hmm. at the last yeah. second. And he's like, you know, and, and the, he's, he's, he's thinking, you know, trying to tell Vin, you know, 
you know, the voice that's in my head. You're the only person ever told me not to kill, you know, and yeah, right as never he told thinks, me to kill you. Yeah. yeah. And right as he says that the voice shows up, he goes, of course I didn't tell her to tell you to kill her. Like she's the one I didn't want you to kill. And, and the funny thing about all this, the really, really funny part, you're never insane. You're never insane. I was like, okay, come on now. Now you really, so now literally is another entity in his head. I was like, okay, so they put these like sentient spikes up in his chest. Right? So I'm just, I've got nothing. I got nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. Um, yeah. So Vin then watches Zane Parrish turns to 10 soon to talk to him, you know, says like, Hey, you can take his body. And Tenzu's like, why are you helping me? Like I, Vince, like you were just on your contract. I'm not, it's almost like Vince, like, I'm not, I don't blame you for what you did. Like, in fact, like, cause she can't. Yeah. And, and, but oh, yeah. Tenzu's shocked by this. He's just like, you know, you must hate me now. Like, and she's like, no, like, you know, how about you come, you know, join me. He says, I can't, I got to go back to my homeland. You know, and I'm like, con- my owner's dead. So contracts void. I got to go back. Uh, and you know, asks her about how'd you do it, and she's you know explains the weakness of ATM, and it's a little funny interactions. I don't understand how that's a weakness that you can see to the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> says, well, then I can see into the future as well, so you know I can see your reaction to the future. So right, which is brilliant. Um, and then Vin goes running off to, to towards Ellen as we mm-hmm. end the chapter. And Tinson, it makes it sound like he's like, well, I'm gonna go home. Uh, I may come back. And then there's this offer <laughs> to to eat Zane's bones, and I was like, ah, that'd be kind of creepy. <laughs> that'd be creepy as hell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's like, nah, I don't want that creature's bones. <laughs> yeah, kinda, that's. I have, I have other bones stored elsewhere. I'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, that that offer me because you know he's like, oh well, I've got. Oh, oh, by the way, so my the note on this. Sorry, Will, I'm talking like a lot. I'm like, if I cut you Maybe. off, man. Okay. I'm <laughs> so sorry. Uh, I got notes on notes on notes. <laughs> anyway, so he said something about, oh, well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, possibly ingest another dog's bones to fix the bones that got damaged to restore me back to 100%. And at that part, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. So, if you get damaged, like let's say you get some broken bones, obviously he's got broken bones, messed up body, whatever. Right. He's saying he can go and just another dog. Obviously, can just the same dog, but then I guess cherry pick the bones from the new dog to reform just the areas that were damaged in the old dog mm-hmm. bone structure. I'm like, well, what happens to the other bones then? So do you poop out the bones? So now not only do we have bag of antlers, we got a bag of bone poop that look at the bones. Look at the bones. He's gonna extricate the extra bones. Oh man, the whole thing. Mine, I couldn't get my head off the bone poop. Anyway. (laughs) I'm just saying there's there's bone poop in a pile somewhere. Oh, and it's broken bone poop and Good bone poop. Whatever. All right. Yeah. Will, Will what are your thoughts about all this? I, I want to hear your, your theories, thoughts. Yes, please. 
<laughs> well, I'm, I really hope that there's more coverage of the bone poop. I'm with Alano on that. Um, we need to oh, know more about this bone restructuring and the bone waste. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> um, beyond that, um, I don't have a lot of thoughts. I think um, the Chondra was the Chondra, and Billy Zane is is gone. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> <you> know, thank God. <laughs> poor Ben just just goes through the ringer nonstop, and she's just she's. She's, she's the poor girl deals with so much. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Brain tired. Not a lot of thoughts right now. Um, mm-hmm. Alondo, keep going. Oh, I got nothing else. <laughs> I got nothing else. <laughs> but is he? Yeah, is Zane dead? I don't know. I think he's at Zane's dead. <laughs> two two knives really in the throat. Look, at this rate, if the conjurer had eaten him, I still wouldn't believe it because now <laughs> we've been told that they eat the bones off screen. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. All right. Moving on to chapter 48. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so Ellen's considering his options of dealing with Jasty's Colas RE when Vin comes bursting in covered in blood. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cuts and bruises. <laughs> Um, um, stab oh, to the breast, all stab the, the shoulder, yeah, stab the oh, cheek. Like, yeah, <clears throat> she's she's, she's in her, bad shape. She's in bad shape. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And you know, Ellen immediately, you know, says, you know, I need to run and get help. She's like, no, don't leave, don't leave me. Like, I, I want she's, she's like, all right, then we'll go together. We need to go get Sazed right away. And I was like, what happened? He's like, killed your brother. And he's like, my my brother. Because my yeah. what? Yeah, Zane's <laughs> your brother, by the way. And I killed him. <laughs> Right, right, right. dubs. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, Ellen summons Sazed for medical care. Uh, and, and Vin has this little moment, you know, where she speaks to Ellen and Kelsey's capacity for trust. Um, and during all this, this is when, you know, as Vin's being sewn up between different wounds that Sazed is going through, she turns to Sazed is like, what's the shortest marriage ceremony that you know? And He's like, oh, yeah. is now a good time for this? She's like, it's better than any. Like, uh, it's I, I've made my decision. Mm-hmm. It's time, uh, you know. And she's like, well, this is one people, you know. All you just do, uh, you know, uh, profess your love, you know, do professional love and uh, professional love, and um, and that's it. Uh, you'll be married. Yeah. And she's like, okay, we'll do that. And Ellen at first is like, uh, really? I mean, you're half dead. Like, I don't know if this is the right time. And Ellen is like, I, I mean. I can't object. I mean, I want to marry her and she wants to marry me. So let's do it. So Sazie performs right. the super brief ceremony and um, declares them married. I declare the subtitle of that marriage to be Reno 911. Yeah. Because she's hurting and it basically got that Reno quick wedding, right? So Reno 911, just let's just get yeah. it done. She's like basically on like on, on life support, but wants to get married. Okay. <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and, and Sazed mentions the wall of ascension is a solution to all the problems you know and, and you know Ellen's still hesitant to abandon the city but Vin's like yeah we have to go north we have to go to Terrace Mountain 
and says like, yeah, I know exactly where it is. I know where the, where the wall ascension is. It's on this peak, uh, dairy, dairy Thalith or whatever peak. I can show you guys a map. I, I, yeah, I can lead you guys directly there. And after all this convinces Ellen to go with, with her, like, Hey, we can go together. We can save the big, it's the bigger picture. Like that's, what's more important than the city of Lithidale. Like even Lithidale falls, we have to get to the wall of ascension. It's, right. it's too it's too important. Um and, and convinces Ellen to do it. Um yeah, says it also says, you know, we'll advocate for letting Straff take Luthadel to increase the odds of a peaceful transition while Ellen's rebels are outside the city. Um, um yeah, says it also thinks that the uh, terrorist might, you know, assist Ellen once he gets there and things like that. So um yeah, so they basically make a plan that Ellen and Vin will leave the next day along with Tendril and Spook and head towards Terrace. Yeah, it, it's a really terrible way that he like shoehorns this whole plan together. He's like, uh, oh, and Tendwell would be good. And uh, oh, let's board us. You should take him too. And it's like, uh, okay. Yep. I mean, just like we heard in the other chapter where you were like, it needs to be these four people. And he was like, you know, really, he's really selling them on the idea, you know? Yeah. He's like, you should take Lester Bornes. We haven't seen him in a while, but he would be great. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. But, but you know, Vince convinced to go, and Ellen's the one that needs more convincing. But, you know, after all this, he, he agrees as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, any thoughts about this interchange? Any thought about the, the quick marriage, the shotgun marriage? Uh, I, I feel like it matters not. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, well, yeah. well, any any thoughts? It's nice that they've like finally locked it down, but yeah. you know, it it was really short and sweet, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing we glossed over is at the very beginning, before Vin bursts in, Ellen is uh, like writing a letter, I think, to Justice. Right. And he's also like spinning the wooden coin, so he's like, "I'm gonna write a letter to Justice." And try to you know get him you know reason with him, mm-hmm. and if that doesn't work, I think we've got enough wood from collecting all this wood for the you know winter to where we could just make a bunch of fake coins, coins and buy the and buy the Colossus army off buy the Colossus ourselves. So I thought that was an interesting plan, but obviously that changed and now. Right. I guess Ellen is going with Ben to Terrace Land, um, but I'm curious if that plan is is still gonna you know, happen without Ellen being there. Um, right. Because yeah. if they could buy off the Coloss army, I mean, that would be yeah. a if good play, but then you got to deal with the Coloss. Yeah. Do you think there so, might be another way to control the Coloss? Maybe well, with this... bone poop. <laughs> What'd you say? With bone poop? He said bone poop. <laughs> you got me on that one, Will. You got know. him, Will. Uh, I don't know. Is you got me on that one, Will. Oh, man. <laughs> How do you think the Lord Ruler controlled them? Alamancy. Yeah. Okay. Because now it's been telegraphed that it can be done with the with the, with the Conjurer. Right. It's been telegraphed. Same, do you think they could do the same thing from the Colos? You're damn straight. Okay. You're damn straight. Yeah, which is the reason why I think it's important that there hasn't been a misborn or a misthing involved with the Coloss up until now is because mm-hmm. there hasn't been that type of interaction. It's been sure. purposefully kept from us. Again, another little trick here that, that Sanders is doing. 
I see what you're doing, Sanderson. I see what you're doing. He's purposely done that to keep us from that, right? He has not had an Alamancer interact with a Coloss yet. It's always been somebody else. Or it's been a, a, a terrorist man. It's been humans. Has not been an Alamancer. I'm like, ah, no, Alamancers can control Coloss. Mark my words. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it just hasn't been like discovered by these Alamancers that we're we're right. with right now. Like, she yeah. found out she could control um, Tinsoon, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I feel like yep. it's, it's it just hasn't been figured out yet, or it was lost in history, and they need to refine it or something. And we've already been told, I don't remember when, but that the Lord Ruler created both of these races, the Coloss, and He created the Chondra. Mm -hmm. Why yeah, would you create something you? And and the contract, why did you create uh, something you can't control? Tensoon there must be a way you control. Yeah, Tensoon did mention to Vin at one point in the conversations that the Colos like cousins to them. Oh, see, there you go. That, that was mentioned a couple of chapters ago. Yeah. Okay, there I knew it was in there somewhere. So yeah, so mark my words. They've got the ability to control them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So then Sazed watches Ellen and Vin leave and starts thinking to himself like. Yeah, so um, I'm going to go down in history now as either someone brilliant for what I've done here today or horrible because I just lied to them because I have no idea where the Well of Ascension is. It's definitely not on this peak. <laughs> like, I'm just sending them yeah. on, a, on, a, on a fool's errand, and um, mm. I'm just going to draw a fake map and uh, wonder how history will judge me um, for what I've done here today. But at the end of the mm. day, he still thinks he's making the right decision. That even though he's lying to them and leading them on this goose chase, that that at the end of the day, this is the right play because the rebellion will survive. And at the end of the day, this is the right thing to do. We'll see. Yeah. What do you think about says and lying? Our, our boy says. Do you, do you think that was? Do you think it was good or bad, or do you think it's indifferent? Do you think it's a good plan? Getting Vin and Ellen out of the city. I think he's he's getting. I think he's getting them out of harm's way. I yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. He's saying if you guys stick around, you're going to get executed. So he's. But he's, does but do they need to be? It would be the right play for them to stay. I mean, that's my my question. Like, is this the wrong play? At this point in time, at this point in time, tell me a legitimate threat. And I'm saying this not to you guys, but to the ethereal rhetorical audience of naysayers. Mm -hmm. Who could actually take out Vin? Vin has taken out another Mistborn who was burning ATM. And Lord Ruler. <laughs> and the Lord Ruler. You know, this this other dude, you know, you might have heard of him. Lord Ruler. God. <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. Figure it out, by the way, that he actually, the reason why, you know, he could do what he could do is because he actually was the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who's who can take her out right now? I mean, yeah. I feel like she is near immortal uh, in terms of her capabilities. So taking her away from the action, I feel like is a is a bad decision. But I'm also with the omniscient eye. I can see yeah. everything is going on, and so of course I'm going to be like, no, girl, you should stay there, you know. But I also know things that she doesn't know, or that. Mm -hmm participants don't know um so i feel like it's a bad decision but again i know a lot of things that she doesn't know yeah indeed interesting 
Yep. Um, yeah. So that's how we end this chapter with him just thinking that, and that's how we end this this part. Then we're going off on a fool's errand, but being safe, leaving the city, and um, yeah. What do you think, Will? What do you think about the Satan and the lying and all that stuff? Do you feel like good decision? Uh, like personally, yeah, uh, I think it's noble. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you made a really good point that like Finn is is the ultimate fighter uh, champion UFC. Yeah. Finn's basically, you know, in the UFC now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Superman, Superwoman. Yeah. I, I guess my one question that just kind of popped up is: Is this a selfish move? Is Sazed sending them north, like out of selfishness, to go interact with the terrorist people? Um, like, is there a play there just to get them? Like, I know you mentioned they could potentially like recruit the terrorist uh, forces if right. they tell them that you know there's a threat to the terrorist people if they don't come help. Right. So, you know, I'm wondering if if there's a you know it's not just getting them out of danger. Is it also well getting the terrorist you know armies behind us would would uh, increase our chances of success but like then you go back to Vin being this this badass fighter that can destroy anything in front of her it's like well why why you need to do that Vin can hold her own so right yeah yeah i don't know i don't know it's i feel like that's kind of like a season being a little too you know much of a eunuch and you know yeah you know yeah you know you bring up a good point though too you bring up a good point, though, that there's a lot of people trying to protect Vin, like protect this little lady. She ain't no just average little lady. She don't need protecting, right? She mm -hmm. needs support systems, but she don't need protecting. And I yeah. feel like you're, everybody's trying to protect her. Yeah, I yeah. know she's special, but she don't need protection. All she needs is just the people around her to support her, provide her what she needs to be successful. Yeah. Um yeah, so I feel like this is pretty short-sighted. Um, yeah, I'm I'm curious as to you know how I'm, I'm I'll be honest with you now. The more I'm thinking about it, how is Vin gonna feel when she figures out that everybody's trying to protect her, and she's like she knows she's the ish, and everybody's trying to be like, hey, little lady, come with us. We're gonna protect you. But really, at the end of the day, she's the one protecting everybody. Mm -hmm. Real talk. I wonder right. how that's going to work out, though. I feel like it might cause some 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 drama down the line. Mm. What happens when she finds out that Sazed, you know, is like lying to her and whatever? Is she going to be pissed off at Sazed, Ellen, mm. everybody being like, "Oh, well, let me protect you," and she didn't need protecting? Yeah, could be. She's going to flip. Yeah, I mean, no. I'd be pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. What do you think, Ellen? What say? Tell us. Tell, tell, us. <laughs> tell us the secrets. <laughs> tell us all the right, secrets. Right. There's always another secret. There's always another secret. Yeah, yes. tell us the answers. Yes, yes, yes. yes. All, all the answers. All the answers will be revealed. What's the isn't that the Zelda thing? Uh take take this sword and all the answers will be revealed. <laughs> You know, I'm going to admit, in all my years of owning video game systems, I haven't owned video game systems back, since back to uh, the television. I'm, I'm really dating myself right now. And numerous Nintendo systems, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I have never played not even one Zelda game. 
Not even one. Now even I the original? watched my sons. Even I, no, the original? Nope. Oh, nope. Nope. Man, I had a Nintendo. I got that thing. Oh sh- man, Duck Hunt and Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. my guys. But I have never played a single Zelda game. The most I have done is I watched my sons play the Four Swords game that was on the GameCube. I love the concept of that. Where it was like the yeah. four Zeldas, and that was yeah. a cool concept. But other than that, nope. I have never played a single Legend of Zelda game. Yeah, and I hear amazing all, things. I hear all, all the things. tunes from Ocarina of Time or whatever live rent free in my head. All the songs. Do. Oh, oh, Ocarina, Ocarina of Time, yeah, Ocarina of Time, yeah. And again, I, I no knock on them. I have heard amazing things about these. I hear they are like the best, best, best games, but I never yeah. played a single one. Never played a single one. good. It's good. good I, I know like two Zelda things. I, I know that Zelda's the lady. I know that yes. Link is the protagonist. And I know that the evil dude's name because of the G. Gug 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 blah blah. Yeah. Now that you said that, I would have been able to tell you like five seconds ago, but um wait. I don't, I don't think it's Gandalf. It's not Gandalf. It's uh <laughs> it's not Gandalf. But it's um Get Ganor, Ganor, something like that. Uh, Gandor? Yeah, Ganor or something. Uh, Ganondorf? Is Ganondorf. that his name? That sounds right. Okay, there yeah, you go. Right, right. Ganondorf. So, Ganondorf. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Internet. All right. <laughs> so that's all I know. I don't know anything else. I know there is, and I know the names of almost every Zelda game, but yeah. I have never played a single one. Breath of nope. the Wild. Yeah, Breath of the Wild. I've heard of. What's the, the, the? I knew we just came out recently, like a few months ago, right? Yeah, there was. Uh, I've not played it. Yeah, it was getting rave reviews. Yeah. Um, again, I'm not knocking Zelda. I just have never played it. Yeah, all good. Sounds good. Well, favorite character from these chapters? Uh, I'm gonna stick with clubs. And, you know, I like the fact he came in. He came in immediately, and he was like. You know, you take the guards off the door, right? <laughs> I was like, so that was so Uncle Grumpy. I love yeah. Uncle Grumpy. Uncle yes. Uh, yep. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Stick that. Will, I'm going to leave it to you to come up with somebody different for your uh, favorite character. I'm going to steal Alan's and say Breeze. Oh, my dear man. Breeze. Breeze. Ah, no. Breeze is Get him. Just- so quick to be like, yeah, I'll leave. I can handle that. I know. He was like, yeah, me me and my lady, we can, we can scoots. Bye-bye. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. I'm going with my boy Ten soon. Okay. The, uh, the, the, Contra. Uh-huh, the, double, uh-huh. the double agent Contra. Who actually, we'll, we'll, we'll call him the lesser Contra. Uh, but he actually cares for Vin. That Contra actually like he did he, he actually he cares for he, he he created a better relationship with Vin than oris here ever did i think he's ever yeah. had with any contract he's ever had he he like he revealed so many secrets that he was not supposed to yeah um, yeah yeah he, he told her everything but yeah mm-hmm. almost everything there's still a lot with the contract we don't know but we yeah know. he gave some secrets he he, he, he gave up the ghost he gave the ghost right yeah he did so next time on the Cosmo Reads, we're doing three chapters, 49, uh, well, no, 46, 47, 48. I think that's right. 
No, it's 48. No, 49, 50, 51. Sorry. That didn't sound right. Yeah. There you go. 49, 50, 51. Those chapters. Okay. Okay. Starting uh, part five, Snow and Ash. Uh, Snow and Ash. Good call. Yeah. That's the name Mm. of part five. All right. Yeah. So get some some fun, fun stuff there. Um, and we're going to cover all of that part in two episodes. <laughs> oh, wow. That's really short. Then, huh? And then we're going to cover the whole rest of the book in one episode because it's a Sander Lynch and it's what we're doing. So. Sander Lynch. Here we go. Yes, yes, it's yes. A, it's a Sander Lynch. It's a Sander all right. Lynch. It is. Um, yeah. I, I think also Sanderson broke the world record last week for uh, he signed a bunch of books. He had a book signing for getting ready for Dragon Steel, which is tomorrow. Dragonsteel Con, uh, which is his own con for all Cosmere. Um, and he signed, what was it, uh, 5,000 books in three hours? What? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do the math. Let's do, yeah. do, do, do the math on that one. Uh, pretty, pretty crazy, though. Um, hold on, let me see if I can find the actual... It's like All right, that's ten thousand. That's ten thousand. That's ten thousand eight hundred seconds. Yeah. So if you divide that by five thousand, that's two point one six seconds per book signing. That's yep. insane. No man, I couldn't. Look, look, look. For look three me hours making the motion, Me making the motion in my just right here takes me longer than two point one six seconds to sign my name. You ready? You ready for this? Here you go. Brandon Sanderson yeah. signs 5,000 books. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the guy is a machine. Yeah, but R- rumor, though, rumor has it. He's signing. Rumor has it he actually uh, wrote a whole nother novel with his left hand while he was signing all the books. Uh-huh, right, right. He was actually he was actually generating a novel in his head the whole time. But you know what's, what's hilarious though is I'm sitting there thinking about something. There's no way he did that, and then realized like a second later he was actually just signing BS the whole time. Yeah, yeah. BS, yes, yes. Uh, now his signature is actually. Uh, let me see if I have a copy of the signature. Somewhere. It's actually a really. Um, uh, weird signature. Um, I don't actually have anything signed by him. I think uh-huh. I have something that has like a printed signature on it. Um, I think so. Um, I think of this page, maybe. I don't know if I have anything with. It. I've seen a signature many times. No, I don't have anything with his signature on it. Um, oh wow. Okay. But it's it's just like a little. It's not even like a full like. It's a. I don't know what that. There's there's a term for it. The type of signature it is. But it's um, it's just like a loop around. It's not you, no letters are even. You can't even tell a letter really. It's it's like a drawing. So it's like an insignia, basically. It's just yeah. Like well, he, something he he's come up he, with. Yeah, he did it a while back. Because I guess there's a whole theory that if you're doing a lot of signing, like to do a signature that you can sign with your whole arm rather than just your wrist, because your wrist will wear out before your whole arm right, will. Right. So yeah, there's there's a whole entire if you're doing a lot of signing, develop a signature that that just flows with your whole arm and that way you can sign a whole lot really, really mm-hmm. like 
stamina wise. They're... Nice. By the way, you did know that the song is playing in the background. That's actually a revision of it's all about the Benjamins, right? Oh yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, that's what that song was. Benjamin's it was playing in the background. Really it was Benjamin okay. sped up and like it was, it was last, sped yeah. up and uh and and, and uh what do they call that when it's been uh scaled up. So it's scaled up to a yeah. different octave. But that's definitely it's all about the Benjamin's baby. Pitched up, pitched, pitched up. Pitched yeah. up, thank you. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. So <laughs> nice. Anyway, mm. so we'll be doing that next time. Um, so if you guys are Wait, signing three thousand books, yeah. I no, yeah. I can't, I can't. We, that's what we're doing. Five thousand books. Oh wow! Oh, five thousand books, huh? Yeah. Well, we're gonna be on for an hour. We're gonna sign a thousand in an hour. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> yeah. but, but no one wants our signature, so we're gonna auction off for ten cents for all. Yeah. Hey, there you go, man. <laughs> oh. Finally, I can I can finance that that hubba bubba bubble gum I've been trying to get my hands on. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right well how we can be found is at the cosmoreads.com it's our website where we have all cool things like links to our discord and links to social media to our merchandise we do have Stank shirts and merchandise for sale currently oh that's right uh, i gotta get my Stank shirt yeah sorry shirt is there it's on the website yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, you can get your Stank. you can get your, your uh, el, el toilet uh <laughs> disgusting we'll we'll develop into a, a cologne one day it'd be the stankiest um <laughs> I actually looked into it you can actually uh you can you can buy oh, uh, there's so many websites that will help you build your own yeah cologne. you can I you, love you it. can go pick out your scent and they can label it and you can yep. actually make yeah you can you can do it uh but anyway uh we're not really doing that but you can buy our merchandise and buy the shirt and have Scott stank shirts um and yeah support us that way uh support us by joining our patreon um and all those good things that come with that uh free merch is one of the things that you can get i guess it's not free if you're paying for patreon but you can get merch <laughs> i would say free like join and pay money and you get this for free like no it's not free because you pay uh but it sounds good right yeah. <laughs> you know it's, a lot of people do that like oh yeah you buy this membership and you'll get free no data membership <laughs> so right. anyways um so yeah think about it um and you get more stuff it's kind of cool um and like it like this subscribe all the good stuff like this here like it on the podcast uh video you listen to it wherever that might be write reviews gotta love them and um yeah that's all i got for this week so without further ado Thank you for listening to The Cosmere Reads. See y'all next time.